So Anne, so this is the podcast Inner City Spirit. We're doing a series for Lent around um, our neighbors and uh, reflecting on who they are and how they are and during this um, pandemic and now after the Arctic blast power outage um, in Houston. And so uh, my first guest is Anne McCoy. I'm the Reverend Hannah Elizabeth Atkins uh, Romero, Rector of Trinity Episcopal Church, and we are in Midtown. So we'll be talking to Midtown organization. Again, Anne McCoy uh, is my uh, first guest for this series, Lenten series, um, and she is our representative to the Lord of the Streets, as well as a member of the Trinity Vestry. Anne, would you please introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself and um, just Thank you so much for being willing to do this. Well, thanks for having me, Hannah. I am uh, a native Houstonian, and I have been a member of Trinity since 2006 and have you know, been involved in various ministries, including Jazz Fest. I've served, I'm serving as the captain of the Lots Cook team, although we haven't been cooking very much lately thanks to the, the pandemic. And I am the representative for Trinity on at lot on the Lots Bishops Committee, and so the Bishops Committee meets monthly the second Tuesday of the month, and the Bishops Committee is comprised of members of other supporting congregations, other congregations within the diocese that support Lots, and I serve as the the clerk on the Bishops Committee, so. I'm responsible for keeping the notes. That helps me to stay informed of what's going on. Thank you for that. Um, so, Anne, you're um, a native Houstonian. Where did you go to school? Oh, and, yeah. And um, what's some of your um, interest or professional background? So, I am a native Houstonian. I grew up going to church at Trinity East United Methodist Church, which is probably maybe five miles east of Trinity. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I'm very familiar with the area. I, I'm a psychologist by training. I do research for a living though, and I'm working on helping people to get past their anxiety around math so that they can embrace the, the opportunities that this wave of data that we will continue to live with represents in terms of really understanding what are the stories in the data. Mm -hmm. and you know, just kind of turn down your anxiety around math and, and you can flush these stories out. So that's kind of my new, I guess, vocation or avocation. I taught statistics at, at U of H downtown for about 10 years. And so I... Wonderful. Well, we'll talk about that with <laughs> me later, a little bit later. <laughs> um, so I wanted, to, I, I wanted to start asking um, a couple of little sort of whimsical questions. As a native Houstonian, do you have a favorite Houston artist? Yeah, one of my favorite artists is uh, Kermit Oliver, which is why I really like attending church in the Morrow Chapel. I really miss that space uh, in terms of being able to go there weekly and see that magnificent painting. And I... Uh, found that he has a lot of other works on display at a, a local funeral home, believe it or not. Mm -hmm. uh, the Which Major one? Memorial. 
Mayberry Memorial Funeral Home on Almeda. They have about four or five Colonel wow. Hollenbergs. I'm not quite sure of the connection there. <laughs> well, that's cool. I didn't know about that. Thanks for that. Um, Kermit Oliver is uh, a wonderful um, uh, artist, and our resurrection is a masterpiece. It is. Um, and we actually, there was a, a wonderful uh, uh, podcast series uh, calling Finding uh, Kermit. And it's in French, however, and uh, but we'll, we're, we posted it on our website. So if anybody speaks French and wants to find out a little bit more about uh, Kermit Oliver. I remember um, when he came to Trinity mm-hmm. and talked about the painting. So is there a song that has been on your mind during this pandemic and the disasters that we have uh, had to confront as a community? You know, the song that comes to mind immediately for me is uh, Bonnie Raitt's I Will Not Be Broken. Oh, that's great. <laughs> it has the, you know, kind of the right spirit and it uh, it's kind of restorative in a sense. Uh-huh. Can you yeah. t- give us a couple lyrics? Oh, that's all right. No, good. You're, and you're I can't playing. sing anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's That's a great. great. Bonnie Raitt's will not be broken. That's wonderful. Um, so let's let's get into the conversation about our neighbors. So Trinity is on a whole city block uh, between Maine and Fannin and Holman and Francis Street. And Lord of the Streets is um, across Fannin. And we right. Trinity helped found. Lord of the Streets. We've been in partnership with Lord of the Streets since its founding. Um, I think we helped buy that building. Um, and I mean, I wasn't here then, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm taking credit <laughs> for something that was already done. Um, just pointing out something that was already done. And so um, tell us a little bit more about lots and, and then in particular about the reality of homelessness during the pandemic and even just this past week during the power loss disaster. So Lots is a church, and they provide during so they provide social services as well. One of the biggest things that Lots provides is an address for many of the uh, homeless neighbors. And I think it was last year's or year is the 2019 uh, Thanksgiving luncheon where I invited a friend to register people to vote, and because I knew that Trinity serves as a a voting precinct and yeah. lots provides the address. So that would be, you know, a, a nice connection for uh, the lots parishioners. So they, uh, lots has continued to provide food to the homeless community around in, in and around Midtown since the, the pandemic began and usually provide a hot meal in the morning and so if people come to collect their mail or they just need a hot meal, usually they have uh, food available. And that also at lots within the building itself, the uh, Harris County Health has space in the basement at lots and they provide some medical services. And U of H has an eye clinic that has provided services as well. And then there's the the clothing center. So lots provides clothing to people who need uh, socks, underwear, uh, pants, shirts, and I think you know, even some shoes. And so they, they accept donations in terms of, you know, gently used clothing that 
So yeah. all the necessities to yes. help promote, you know, human dignity and 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 um, respond to the fundamental needs. Right. Yeah. And most recently, I guess within the past month or so, Lots has installed a porta potty on their parking lot, and so that's available and open to members of the homeless community. Because in order to go, they, although lots has the restrooms inside, those restrooms are reserved for the use of people who have appointments with the Harris Health Clinic. Mm-hmm. And recently, lots uh, has had the opportunity to have uh, someone who owns a portable two person shower who come once a week. And that way, the homeless in the Midtown area can come in, take a shower in a heated environment and get clean and get a change of clothes and, and go on with, with their day. That's and, wonderful. That's yes. wonderful. Yeah. So that that's uh, something very new that's come about. And lots has taken this time with the pandemic to make repairs to the building. And one of their long-term plans is to you know, uh, remodel the inside so that it's uh, it provides a kind of a welcoming space for people to get in off the streets, you know, when it's hot or raining, but uh, an area where they would have access to computers and so they could, you know, handle some of their business. Yeah. And, and how um, do you know, um, was the, was the building come, did it come through okay? And the, are the folks back after last week's freeze or do you have any news? One of the, so January is uh, apparently a fairly low month in terms of mm-hmm. uh, people using lot services mm-hmm. because they sometimes reunite with their family members. And I guess throughout through the month of January, they haven't, in many cases, worn out their welcome, so to speak. And so they don't seek those services as much. But uh, it's my understanding that while lots has uh, put in a new generator, there were some problems with the generator with the cold snap. Okay. And so you're kind of working that out. So they were closed okay. for it, but they did open up last Friday for about three and a half hours to provide food and address whatever needs people had when they came by. Yeah, so Trinity lost uh, power for two and a half days or three days, okay. but then was able to do our um, sack dinner on Thursday and Friday. Okay. Yeah, and then back to normal this week. But um, well, you know, and some of those changes you were talking about the, that are because of the pandemic, um, mm-hmm. the, the showers and the out and the porta potty and all of that, right? Yeah, so what, um, what do you see, um, so I'm going to combine a couple of questions here and just answer um, what comes from your heart or mind. The, is there a story of transformation that you've seen at lots in some way or another, either a parishioner or leader or volunteer or community connection? And then what do you think is a priority for lots in the near future? Well, I know that, so if we talk about kind of their priorities or needs right now, they are, they'd love to receive more donations of snack type items that can be distributed to people when they come by. So that some things that are kind of already prepackaged, like maybe individual sausages or little cans of Vienna sausage or 
granola bars, cookies, nuts, things like that. So things that are easy to, to kind of carry or transport. And in terms of transformation, I think one of the things that I'm struck by is that LOTS develops relationships, the staff at LOTS develop relationships with the homeless. And so they are, so in developing these relationships, they, people look for them and they, the, they get feedback from their parishioners, you know, saying, yeah, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad that, you know, you saw me or you came and asked me about, you know, something because, and to be seen, I think is very important for homeless people. You know, to have someone make eye contact or say, what's your name? Mm-hmm. To, to treat people like they're human. Right. Um, today, uh, we uh, are or, um, onboarding our new office manager. We were walking the property and this man, you know, called out, I guess, some pastor. Um, and I went over to see what he um, wanted to talk to me about. And I knew him. His name is Dre. And he's like, Booker knows me. I'm like, I know you too. <laughs> and then he was telling me about that he had a cat and that we have two stray cats under the bearing house. He's like, they're starving and I've been feeding them. And I was like, oh, I just saw one run. And I, you know, we, uh, I said, we just saw one. And he's like, yeah, that's, that's Bernard. Um, he's a great tiger, but Brianna is the white uh, lady cat and she's, um, she's pregnant. And, and then he's like, well, I've been feeding them cause they're starting to have my own cat and I love cats, you know? And, and if it weren't for him, I might not have thought about how we, I might not have known she was under there, you know? And so we're going to follow up with, um, you know, trying to get her, um, humanely captured and spayed and, um, so, you know, it's, it's, it's a neighborhood. Right. Um, I mean, we're going to sugarcoat it, uh, but, but um, people have things to contribute. Right. And we're people. And so as people, we're going to create community wherever we are. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, lots represents an opportunity for members of Trinity and people in Midtown to create relationship mm-hmm. and build community mm-hmm. and so and start to see each other see kind of past the the package we come in and make a connection with the spirit of people that we interact with so um not to put you on the spot um but are there one of the questions is about scripture and okay. if if you have a favorite prayer or phrase from scripture or um uh something that sustains you or inspires you um or you know i kind of i bounce between two one comes from the book of esther and i'm not sure of the verse but it's where uh her uncle mordecai has been trying to contact her and the slave comes to her saying that you know giving him a message from esther and he tells the slave well, you, you know, you talk to her, ask her, you know, how do you know that you haven't come to this time and this place for this purpose? So we are often in, and Esther was in an awkward situation. Her, her uncle wanted her to save their people and she found favor with the king, but she didn't know, you know, mm-hmm. the extent of that favor and she didn't want to jeopardize herself. But I think that in, in uh, moments that really matter, that's what we're called on to do. You know, what is it? 
to remember that, you know, how do you know that you aren't being, that you aren't supposed to do this hard thing at this time in this place, you know, that life is not, it's not comfortable. You were born for such a time as this. As this, right, yeah. And I guess my other one is Psalm 27, uh, the first verse, uh, the Lord is my light and my salvation, whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life, of whom shall I be Oof, Beautiful. And that is sort of the difference, I think, um, between Lord of the Streets and other just um, uh, important organizations that are, are meeting basic needs. We're, we're not making people, or you're not making people convert to get those basic needs by right. any means. That's, that's, that's a model we don't like, but uh, it's a church as well, so that people um, are um, both um, given the fundamentals that they need as human beings, and then also fed spiritual, um, and it's not sort of one or the other. Like, that's interesting that, that, that lots is a church, um, and what are some of the things that they that they do as a church um, that maybe other uh, churches wouldn't do or that other um, uh, just uh, assistance organizations wouldn't do? Well, I know that now during the pandemic, they've continued to provide, uh, or they recently started their church services again mm-hmm. on Trinity parking lot. And they have some congregations that come and distribute uh, breakfast tacos. Mm-hmm on Sunday, so about, I think, six people or so. And before the pandemic hit, they would provide writing classes, so kind of creative writing classes for people who came seeking services at lots, as well as, I rem- I think it was uh, Joan Song, she did some uh, origami mm-hmm. yeah. workshops with the, the lots parishioners. And because, yeah, I did. Keep thinking everybody who goes to lots has a story. Yeah, you know, we don't know what their stories are, but I know that lots had hired a, uh, I guess it was a development person who did a video with some of the lots parishioners and they showed that at the, the last in-person luncheon that they had. But it was about giving people an opportunity to tell their story, whatever part of their story they wanted to tell. And I think, uh, again, all of this is about seeing the humanity and everybody. Amen. <laughs> so if are there any um, last thoughts or, or words or um, wishes that you'd like to end this interview with? Well, I, I think it's, uh, I'm grateful for the work that Trinity does with lots. And I think that that is still a relationship to nurture and build and help grow that you know to the to the to the point to the extent that the two congregations can become more integrated mm-hmm. in terms of our work. I mean, you know, lots grew out of Trinity and lots is Trinity's neighbor. I mean, we're just across the street from each other. And we have I think we could uh deepen mm-hmm. our connections and interaction. Yes, I agree. And I feel like um it's uh sort of when the adult child becomes uh, uh, you know, friends with the, with the, with the parent, you right, know, right. an adult to adult, you know, right. they can help each other Brother. out. And um, I think that's, that's so lots is about 30 years old. Right. Right. So I think that's kind of the relationship. Except 
<laughs> yeah, and and you know, we're all and we're both experiencing this, you know, the gentrification of Midtown. Yep. And so, how do we, you know, kind of plan ahead for whatever changes might come and so, look around and see what how it's different and what right. opportunities that are and what we have to push back on. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You know that we have a shared vision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In terms of the relationship between Trinity and Mott. Well, thank you so much, Anne. Sure. Really appreciate. I enjoyed uh, it. The time. I know you have another uh, a, a meeting in three <laughs> minutes, so we'll go. But God bless you, and God bless the work that you do. Thank you uh, for Trinity and with Lots. So well, I'm, I'm glad to do it. I'm you know thank you for making me more of a part more a part of it. All right. You take care. All right. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye.